0: You are listening to Aldrin Simpia on SAFM. We're in conversation next with the uh, Minister of Forestry, Fisheries and Environmental Affairs, uh, Barbara Creasy. The National Assembly has uh, passed the Climate Change Bill with the objections from the EFF and the ACDP. The bill seeks to ensure development of an effective climate change response and a long-term just transition to a low-carbon and climate-resilient economy and society. The bill also seeks to provide for a coordinated response uh, by the three spheres of government. It will now be sent to the ncop for concurrence and then of course later on to the president the minister now joining us on the line minister good evening thank you so much for making time for us
1: good evening aldrin and greetings to all your listeners
0: so what is it that this bill does that is different to the current legislation that we have currently in place to deal with climate change
1: aldrin we don't have legislation in place at the moment to deal with climate change And so this will be the first legal instrument that we have that will enable us to build resilience to the impacts of climate change and also reduce our emissions in ways that are appropriate to our national circumstances and our development pathway.
0: And the targets that we are setting?
1: Well, a bill doesn't um, set targets, but what it enables us to do is to deal with the three aspects of the Paris Agreement to which South Africa um, is a a signatory. Um, First of all, it will enable us to reduce greenhouse gas emissions in an orderly manner by um, setting up sectoral emission targets for um, the economy as a whole. Secondly, um, it will enable um, us to ensure that all levels of government coordinate their plans, policies and programs to make sure that climate change risks and vulnerabilities are addressed and are acted upon by different levels of government. And um, this will also ensure that we we mainstream the planning around uh, climate change so that uh, in due course, we can also include it in government budgets. And um, it also enables us to assist sub-national levels of government with funding so that they are able to fulfill the, the tasks that the bill requires them to undertake.
0: The bill also speaks about carbon budgets. What are those and what's the intention behind it?
1: Well, South Africa as a, as a country would have set up what we call our nationally determined contribution to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Um, and this particular um, NDC that we've submitted to to the United Nations requires us to reduce our greenhouse gas emissions over time in order that you can decide who must contribute what, um, companies would be uh, assigned uh, carbon budgets, and I suppose that um, if they are to... Uh, Produce emissions that exceed their carbon budgets. Um, You know that the uh, Treasury a few years ago introduced a carbon tax. Mm. Um, So they would then have to be paying tax on those excess emissions.
0: Um, but earlier on actually we were supposed to have an interview with um, CREA that um, said that if we current if we look at uh, the current decisions that have been taken by government and also the slow pace around um, the decarbonization or rather the decommissioning of um, coal-fired power stations is that it could lead to around um, could lead to around 15,300 excess air pollution-related deaths uh, by between 2030 between 2023 as well as 2030. One of the points also that they raised, their minister is looking at the resolution that has been taken by ESCOM to uh, decommission some of these coal power power stations. Mm -hmm. But then some of the decisions that were then later Mm -hmm. taken by cabinet to say that, let's slow down on the decommissioning of some of these power stations. What is it that the bill then does to say that once a decision has been taken that says that we are going to be uh, decommissioning a certain power station Mm -hmm. that you must first get Um, uh, do you first need to get some uh, concurrence perhaps from uh, the Department of Environmental Affairs before you go ahead with that decision with penalties involved, if any?
1: The bill doesn't prescribe who must close down what power stations. What the bill will do is it will assign carbon budgets. So ESCOM will be assigned a carbon budget, and they will need to manage their emissions so that they are within that carbon budget. Now, you spoke about the fact that as a result of our energy crisis, mm-hmm. we've had to put a halt on the current decommissioning of the very old power stations that ESCOM had predicted would um, start to be closed uh, even at the present time, and you would understand that what we are trying to do on the one hand is to meet our nationally determined contribution, and to to meet the targets we've set in that by 2030. But on the other hand, we want to make sure for the sake of our economy and for jobs and livelihoods that uh, we have enough energy to to keep the economy running. So I think that what needs to happen is that more and different sources of energy need to come on the grid. We know that there's a project pipeline of about 10,000 gigs of um, renewable power that, that, is, that is in the pipeline. We know that the Minister of Energy is redetermining the integrated resource plan that will give us a greater mix of energy. And all of those mechanisms need to to be working together to ensure that we, we achieve reductions in our emissions by 2030.
0: OK, thank you so much for your time. That is uh, the Minister of Forestry, Fisheries and Environmental Affairs, Barbara Creasy.